So you want to take a vacation. And the problem is that you're an entrepreneur. And if you take time off, you're probably not making any money. And if you do take the time off, you might find yourself stressing and worrying about all the things that you're missing out on the opportunities, the new clients. And that is exactly why I brought Amanda Pruden onto the show to talk about her new program, So You Want to Take a Vacation, and to talk to us about how entrepreneurs can strategically take a vacation and why it's so important that you do it. Amanda Pruden is a business coach and strategist who partners with visionary CEOs to help them propel their businesses forward and beyond, both behind the scenes publicly for scalability and sustainability. Amanda is phenomenal at what she does. This was an amazing conversation, and I learned some great tips. I know you're going to learn some great tips for how to take a vacation, because let's face it, we did not get into entrepreneurship to burn out and be exhausted. No, we became entrepreneurs because we wanted to have more fun in life. We wanted the flexibility of time, and we want to make money. And one of the ways that we want to do that is we want to be able to take vacations. So get comfortable, sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation with Amanda Pruden. You're listening to The Terry Holland Show, the podcast for high-performing entrepreneurs ready to take your life and your business to the next level. And if you want to get there faster, go to terryholland.ca. Hi, Amanda. Thank you so much for coming on and talking with me today. I'm very excited to have you. I am excited to be on. Thank you so much. So we've been, we've been following each other a while on Instagram and gotten to know each other a bit. And, um, and I'm, I'm really excited about your new program. The, so you want to take a vacation very timely because I'm taking time off for the end of the year. I know a lot of people who are listening are business owners and wanting to take time off or afraid to take time off. And so I thought this was, this was the perfect time to have this conversation. So what I'm really curious about is how you created this program. So you want to take a vacation. Where did that start for you? It first started because I just simply love vacationing or taking time (laughs) off. Like whether it's a staycation or a vacation, I love that. And I think it's really important whether you just need to decompress or whether you want to travel somewhere far flung, whatever it is. And then switching to the entrepreneurial space i saw how many people are struggling for that mm-hmm. they're still in the like in a corporate space you still find a lot of people that aren't maximizing their annual vacation allotment but it's yeah. even harder for entrepreneurs to even take time off and fully unplug and so i've been witnessing people burning out i've been witnessing myself having to have a strategy that's different than getting management approval and, you know, blocking my calendar and have a lot more considerations in place. And I was like, I need to be teaching more people about this. And um, yeah, thank you for the um, lead on the timing of it because I didn't get it out before Canadian Thanksgiving, but down here in the US where I live, it's we're heading into US Thanksgiving, which is usually four days minimum for people. And then the end of the year vacation as well. And I find that a lot of people plan this last minute um, where they're kind of like, oops, it's coming up. And the, it can create some issues sometimes or some tension or some stress like between clients or between teams. And it's all preventable. So I was like, okay, let's lay out how to successfully take a vacation. I love that. 
So you mentioned yeah. um, coming from coming from corporate that you, mm-hmm. you know you got into the entrepreneurial space and you came from a corporate background. How did you find that transition? How was that for you? It was liberating in a yeah. lot of ways to get away from that. And also my corporate experience towards the end declined. It wasn't what it had been before and it wasn't what I was kind of hoping it would be. Right. And then at the same time, it's a little bit overwhelming to be honest at times because you're yeah. like, oh, well now I'm doing everything. Um, especially when you're starting out and you're you know, building from the ground and you have a lot to learn. So it was both very liberating and exciting. And it was also like, whoa, this is (laughs) probably the hardest I've ever worked. And I feel like I've always been a hard worker and a high performer, but it's next level. But it's also like the most rewarding and satisfying thing because you're constantly learning. You have to stay Mm -hmm. sharp. You have to stay on top of things and evolve. And yeah, like there's really no greater lesson, I think, than entrepreneurship. I agree. And I think that's, that's why we need the vacations because we're doing so many things and wearing so many hats and, um, and it's easy to burn out if you don't take those breaks. Right. So it is. Yeah. What would you say are the, like the biggest mistakes that you see entrepreneurs making when it comes to taking some time off and taking a break? Number one is probably not taking the time off or not (laughs) taking the break because we are all humans. We are all susceptible to get grumpy. We are all susceptible (laughs) to start, um, you know, people start disliking their clients. They start disliking their team, disliking their life and everything. Um, And people crash and burn in (laughs) any job, but especially in entrepreneurship. Um, So I think the biggest mistake is not taking that time, not taking the time with boundaries is probably number two. Yeah. And communication and planning, which I mean, I'll plug here. Those are all things that we (laughs) talked about in the the course, but you need to communicate with the people who are going to be impacted and you need to have a plan for how things are going to be. And so I guess those are three, not taking the time, communication and your boundaries. That's all part of planning. Let's, let's talk about the boundaries. Cause I know that that's something that in the past I've struggled with and, and honest, and today still, it's something I, I always have to be really mindful of, but I found mm-hmm. it can be so easy to, you know, on time that's blocked off and you get the email from the client asking a question and it's so easy to creep into, I can just answer this quickly. It'll just take me five minutes or, you know, a lead comes in and thinking, Oh, if I don't, if I don't answer this right now, they, they'll go to someone else. And, and then before I know it, I'm on the computer for hours doing work and not, not enjoying my time. So how do we, how do we set boundaries when it comes to <laughs> protecting those vacations? Protecting the vacations. Well, I will tell you one small story. We were just on a vacation, my husband and I, and one night I popped open my laptop for something. And my husband was like, I thought we were on vacation. Uh, Good husband. (laughs) Yes. And I wasn't really going on for a work thing. Technically I wasn't going into email and stuff, but I I had accountability. So that was helpful. And so if it's a travel buddy or somebody um, on your team or something, sometimes that reminder is good with boundaries. It's also knowing 
what your weaknesses are and what's right. going to pull you in to break them. If you're the kind of person that can't stop yourself from checking your email, then are you going to put an inbox pause so you don't see anything? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to start responding and schedule an email? Because how mm-hmm. I kind of come at it is I'm like, it is best if we could just like log off all the things and go away. on yep. vacation. I think that that's ideal. But if you are having a creative moment of inspiration, or if something popped into your head and is nagging you, and if that's going to be bogging you down and interfering with the vacation, how do you quickly log in and deal with that and then back out? But if you can't do that, then you can't go in. So it's a, it's a bit of a dance and it depends on people. It depends on how long you're going for. Some people, if they're taking an extended vacation, they can't be logged off for as long. So the big one I think is the communication. So figure out kind of what your boundaries are with email. If you have Slack or Voxer, or if you have your ClickUp, Asana, Basecamp, whatever kind of tool that you're using for work management on your phone, delete those apps. Don't have them be available and then reload them when you come back. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, it's however, some people are really good at having everything available at their fingertips and staying out of it. But if you know that you're the kind of person that you're going to be pulled in way too easy, or you're just like, oh, well, we're in a car or on a train, or um, I'm laying in bed, I'll just. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I, I think we also have to hold ourselves accountable to what our intention is. And if our intention is to decompress, if our intention is to create white space and we can be more creative, if our intention is to connect, then we can't be in work. So I I, I think checking in with what your intention is helps with the boundaries. It's kind of like an accountability. It's like your self-accountability. You don't have somebody else. And it's like, oh, wait, this isn't going to be good for me because it does come down to our health. Like when we get burnt out and we're not taking time off or we're taking a vacation, but we're frazzled and we're responding and what we thought was going to be 15 minutes in an email was turns into two hours, mm-hmm. physical, mental, emotional, like all the things that we start to pay for that. Oh, absolutely. I really like the idea of deleting the apps because I know that's one of my weaknesses. If I see the notification on my phone, then it's like, it eats that part of my brain until I look at it. So I, yes. I'm going to definitely apply that one. Cause I haven't, like, I've never thought of that. Just delete the apps while I'm away. And, mm-hmm. and then there's no notifications. You don't want to delete the app, but you have notifications on maybe the middle ground is turning notifications off. I'll still peek in the app. You'll still peek in the app. <laughs> then, then you have to close it. <laughs> then you have to close it. I will say one of my girlfriends is so good at that. And I actually just got a message from her. She deleted Instagram for a couple months because she was in a busy time of work and she wow. doesn't use it for marketing her business and she was just like hi I re-added the app <laughs> like wow I'm back checking um so it's knowing yourself and knowing your temptation level and so for some people that's going cold turkey and deleting oh my gosh the, just the thought of that my heart was like no yeah. not Instagram <laughs> well maybe do we have to delete Instagram? (laughs) It depends how we're using it, right? Um, Another plug though for um, boundaries and work is if you know, if your clients know how to communicate with you for work, 
then it's easy for you to turn off those things. So maybe you're like, I talk to my clients on Instagram, but it's in a social setting. Mm-hmm. And then if anything work slips through into Instagram, you can be like, Hey, I'm on vacation. Can you send this through our communication tool or email? And then that helps you keep Instagram as your fun thing. Yeah. So you can share your photos or um, keep tabs on people. So there's, there's different options depending on what people like, but I would say anything that's like hardcore work, like mm-hmm. work management tools, Slack. Yeah. Don't use those. Don't use those. I like yeah. that. It reminds me of um, a story I heard of, I think it was Kevin O'Leary and he, his wife told him, she gave him an ultimatum where if their marriage was going to work, she said, you were going on vacation every year for X amount of weeks a year. And you have one hour to check your email and work each day. And then your, your laptop's off. And that worked for him. It was just the, he had a one hour time slot. And then I guess she was his accountability there to make sure that after an hour, he was off the computer. So that's, I, I think, love that. yeah, me too. And hearing from someone like that to be like, okay, that's, that's how he does it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's yeah. And like you said, it's figuring out what's going to work for you and what's, what's not going to work. Yeah. My husband's like yours where he'll be like, we're on vacation. Stop now. Yes. And the good thing about partnering like that is when you have kind of like a yin yang marriage like that is that my husband is better at unplugging and relaxing and detaching like that. So he's helped mm-hmm. me learn to ease off like that. But to the same point, kind of how I was like, well, if ideas are coming to you, maybe you don't log into your email, but do you jot them down in your notes app? Do you, like, what kind of tools can you have to like satisfy that need that you have, but still be present? Yes. You can stay present, but yeah, I love that about Kevin O'Leary and his wife because they recognize that he needs to, or wants to have that, but they put a very firm boundary on that. And I also like the commitment to vacationing because unfortunately there aren't a lot of studies about entrepreneurs and holidays. I think I need to do one, one. Um, but from an employee perspective, they say that it's like, oh gosh, 70 ish percent. I'm going to get this wrong because I didn't pull the stats um, for this. People don't take their full vacation Mm -hmm. allotment as an employee. And that's when you know exactly how much time you can take. Right. And, you know, there's natural things like, oh, well, those are long weekend. I'll, with a stat holiday, I'll take a vacation day on or something. And people still aren't taking enough. And so you need to be intentional and plan and say, what do I want to do? Do I want to have one staycation a year? Do I want to get on a plane once a year when, you know, getting on a plane is an easy thing to do. (laughs) And how is that going to look? Or maybe we can't get on a plane every year, but we're going to go away for a weekend and disconnect. Like it's Mm -hmm. making those commitments to yourself and setting those intentions. Yes, absolutely. And I, I'm a big fan of the staycation. I love to just be at home and do things locally I, don't get me wrong though. I also love getting on a plane yes. and going somewhere amazing. So how about like when we're planning, what are some things to keep in mind when we're planning to take that break? It's like some systems we need in place or things to consider? Yeah. So your systems and processes are going to be huge because it's either what's going to help your business stay running without humans doing work, or yeah. it's what's going to help humans support you while you were gone. So some of the biggest things that entrepreneurs are scared of, or that 
any sort of leadership is, can people function without me? Mm. Can I go away and, you know, have things stay consistent, have things not blow up, have, you know, people show up and do what they're committed to. And so if you put the systems and processes in place and people know this is what we do and when we do it and how we do it, then you can have more of that consistency and support. Or if you don't have a team, if you're just like, okay, well, I know people can still book an initial consultation call, even if I'm not around, my invoices will still get sent out and be paid when I'm not around. Or maybe you have some other automations in your business. And so then you're like, oh, look, things can still happen Mm -hmm. while I'm away. So those are huge in preparing. And I always say to people, when you're starting your business or starting to look at outsourcing, you should always automate before you outsource to people. Because if you're paying people to do things that you can automate, then that's not a great way to invest your money, right? So definitely have those systems and processes there. The systems and processes also help you know what you need to get done before you go. And another thing with planning is that what is the impact to your business? Some business models, you will not be getting paid as much if you go Mm -hmm. away. And so are you okay making less money? And then how do you, maybe you are okay making less money and it's not an issue. Maybe you want to compensate for that. So you're taking a bit more work before or after your vacation and you want to factor all of that in. I think that that is something that people really struggle with is, Mm -hmm getting paid when they're on vacation and then not budgeting appropriately for that as well. Mm -hmm. And with your planning, you want to make sure that you notify people. So depending on what kind of client agreements you have, you might have to say, I need to give this person this much notice, tell people how it's going to look, because I find that a lot of entrepreneurs, because we're very small we're powerful mighty machines (laughs) so all of a sudden if if like it sounds like they're going to lose one cog for a while people can get concerned whether that cog is a support member whether that cog is a coach Mm -hmm. and people can panic so if you tell them up front this is how it's going to look this is how I'm still going to be supporting you while I'm away which maybe that means you can book your sessions for after I'm back or this is when I will be back online talking to you or this is the last time I'm going to be checking in and reminding people Um, as much as you can support the people you're working with. I find that that makes it a lot less panicky on the receiving end. And then people respond better if they know, okay, things aren't going to fall off. That's perfect. And, and how about um, when we're coming back from vacation? So I know I put out this question to my, my Instagram followers, I put out a question that if they had any questions or things that they struggle with for vacation. And one of them came back with that her struggle is getting back into work mode after vacation, which I think is a whole other, a whole other issue that we have. So do you have any tips for, for that of how we get that momentum back? So that is a great question, first of all, because we don't think about that. We're just trying to get ourselves out the door (laughs) or like off the email or whatever that is. And coming back from vacation can actually create quite a bit of anxiety. And a lot of people end up sick when they're coming back from vacation. The last couple of days, they're not enjoying it as much because all they're thinking about is what they're coming back to. Yeah. So part of it, 
I hate to say it, it goes back to planning. I always say that like the planning <laughs> is like the biggest lift, but it's the biggest reward, the biggest return on investment is knowing what you're coming back to. And I think the one thing that I cannot stress enough is every time I talk about out of offices or like any sort of out of office message, or like when you send people a note in advance and say, Hey, I'm going to be offline these days. Don't tell people I'm back Monday and I'm going to respond to you Monday. Oh, <laughs> because yeah. You will always end up with people that are like, like they're sitting there waiting for you to mm-hmm. um, respond. So I try to say, I'm, I'll respond to you the week of. It helps uh, lower expectations in a healthy way, I yeah. believe, and sets realistic expectations because once again, I have people, I've had people say, no, but I'm going to be back that day, Amanda. I will be online. And then they're sick. They have a child that's sick. Um, right. Something, there was a travel delay or another unforeseen emergency. Something happens and they're like, wow, that didn't go as I planned. So build in buffers. Like that's what I cannot stress. Enough. Oh, so smart. And then, like I said, depending on the person, some people the night before they like to log in their, to their email and start sifting through. And if you're back home and that's, what's going to help you sleep better. And you go through and you're like, you clean out all of the junk stuff <laughs> um, that you don't want. And then you kind of start prioritizing your day. If that's what helps you sleep better is knowing what you're coming into. Cause that's what sometimes it is for people, the unknown. Yeah. That can be really helpful. And I would just say once similar to the out of office, don't overbook yourself. The first day back in the office, you don't want to be booked with a bunch of meetings, booked with a bunch of client calls, right. know that one of your biggest recurring weekly deliverables is your first day back. And some people, I, I'm not sure how you do this, Terry. I like to always come back about a day before I plan to be back online so that I have a buffer day. Oh, that is so, it's so my smart. I've, I never do that. I'm loving this oh, right now. <laughs> now. I, I do sometimes envy the people that like go hard on their vacation and they roll in at, you know, nine o'clock at night because they've maximized every wow. moment and then they wake up the next morning. But for me, having that day to get my life in order and mm-hmm. to like, whether that's like doing some laundry, getting some groceries, like practical things, if I was traveling, decompressing or whatever, and then being like, okay, now I can switch into work mode because I'm not juggling the groceries with the, my work and everything else that comes in when you're trying to. So those are some of the things I like to do to mitigate what it's like coming back from vacation is set expectations with the people who are coming back, build in your buffers. Mm -hmm. And um, whether it's a buffer and just communicating or a buffer for some private time for yourself to manage things. And I find those are really helpful. Oh, I, I love that so much. I've never done that. I've always been the person that's like first day back, got to do it all, answer all the emails. And, um, and that does create a lot of stress and hearing you say that about like giving yourself that buffer. I am totally going to do that. I'm taking off the end of December and I am, I'm going to give myself an extra day in January coming back to just like ease in and, and gradually go back into work mode. That's brilliant. Yeah. I love it. I I find that um, if we can do that, it helps a lot. And even say somebody's returning from a leave because they had a medical thing, the same sort of thing. If you can ease yourself in a little bit, 
it tends that transition tends to go better. And part of it's don't want to use necessarily the word mindset, but it's it's how you're mentally approaching yeah. that day. If you show up and you say, these are the things I have to do, this is what I'm committed to. And if I don't respond to all my emails today, that's okay. You're giving nice. yourself permission. Yes. By setting those expectations with the clients or with the people you're working with beforehand, uh, it takes off that pressure. Yes. I love it. I'm, I'm totally doing this. This is great. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> I understand that it takes extra time, like whether you're an employee or an entrepreneur, it's an extra day that you could be vacationing or something else. But I mean, if you've got kid, people who have kids, pets, like I just, I like, uh, I like to ease and take a nap. I don't know. I'm pro team now. Oh, 100%. I, nap I literally had a nap before this interview. <laughs> Oh, I love I am, that. <laughs> I'm all for the naps. I think that's, yeah. you know, that's, that's why we're entrepreneurs. So we can do things like yes. that. So we can take time when we need it and take, take a break, yeah. take a nap. And, and so many entrepreneurs don't give themselves permission to do those things. So that's, yeah. Yeah. It's about your well being. Mm-hmm. Like, so I, like, I love a staycation. I love a vacation to do the fun things or see the cool things or eat good food or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's, I I feel like it's a real investment as you as a person. Absolutely. And yeah, I'm curious now to, I think you should do that study and see like, what is the, what happens when an entrepreneur takes vacation? Like, how is that, what happens to their productivity once they're back? Like, is there, I would imagine my guess would be that there's a dramatic increase in productivity afterwards because they're, you're firing on all cylinders, you're rested, you're, I I know for me, when I step out of work, and I'm experiencing different things, my creativity goes off the charts, because I'm stimulated in new ways. So I would, I would love to see a study on that and find out what, what does that do? And how does that improve productivity overall? Because I bet, I bet it would be a pretty positive outcome. Yeah, it is. And that's why in a corporate space, some employers are really starting to push for it or they'll close down for certain periods of time and tell everybody they have to take time off because the benefit is there. But yeah, from an entrepreneurial perspective where you are expected to be more, like you have to be more creative and Uh you have to show up in different ways. And I find the same thing. I come back refreshed. You come back more excited and yeah. It, it, and it helps you appreciate more what you have, like anything, right? Oh, definitely. Definitely. So how do we find your, how do we find your program? So you want to take a vacation, which by the way, I think it's such a great title. That's why oh, I keep saying you. it. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Cause if you say, yes, yeah, so I do want to take a vacation, then you should. Get and it's for course. you. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'm just going to say too, that it has training in it. It has templates and checklists nice. and stuff. So it's to help guide you. And then I'm always open. If people have questions, they can always send messages and stuff. So I believe you're going to link it in the show notes. So that'll yes. be one way that people can find it. And then I am having a new website done at the time of this recording. So I can't currently oh. provide that. But if you find me on Instagram at Amanda Pruden Co. C-O at the end, I have it linked there as well. Perfect. And it'll take you right to the sales page for that. Excellent. And I, I always love your content on Instagram too. So make sure for those of you listening, make sure that you follow Amanda on Instagram because she posts great tips, really great advice, 
for all aspects of, of your business. And then go check out the course as well, because it's, I have it. And I think it's amazing content that what's the offer that's in there is, yeah, you're offering a really, really great product um, and a well-needed product too. It's very needed. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Cause I realized I've been coaching so many entrepreneurs and CEOs through this and or coaching like other service providers who are still a CEO and have yeah. just a different kind of client. And I was like, more people need to know how to do this because once I started helping people kind of strategize or what they should consider, they were taking vacations. They were, you know, or maybe taking time off for a family thing. It doesn't always have to be a vacation. That's just like the very juicy yeah. fun part of it. And I was just like, more people need this because I'm really so passionate about people being able <laughs> to take time off and enjoy different parts of life. Like I love my job. I love my business. I mm -hmm. also love having some time to do other things. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I think this was a fantastic, fantastic conversation. I know I have some big takeaways myself and I know everyone else will as well. So thank you so much.